Hey, listeners, welcome back to Get Inspired and Innovate. We got another great episode for you today. We're going to talk about transformative teacher tutorials today. So, so Stephanie, I know you've been out. Summertime's coming. Uh, you got a lot of training coming up. Uh, I actually just did a training yesterday with a school district. Uh, my thing is always follow-up. How, how do you make sure that when teachers are going home, and they're sitting in their pajamas when they truly, you know, research and learn. How do you make sure that they remember the things that, that you've taught them throughout the throughout your trainings? Yeah, that follow-up piece is really important. I know in my own district, um, being an instructional coach, I get to kind of provide professional learning to my teachers all year long. So that follow-up piece might look a little different if I go to like a conference or another school to present. Um, and I know with my teachers, if I give them my slide deck, they will not go back to it maybe in three weeks. I don't, do you have that same feel, Lance, or do your teachers always look at your resources? Oh, I think we all know that they don't. Not, not until they need it. So it, it may be six months. Yeah, and I think that's just some of my um, struggles with PD. And so I'm kind of like thinking about an idea and I kind of have an idea with our guest today so I'm kind of excited to kind of get this idea maybe rolling but what if we in like three weeks two weeks after we led that professional learning send them some type of tutorial or hey reminder this is this is it and it might look a little different than the presentation that they already saw um I don't know so kind of got some ideas going in my head right now yeah, so that follow-up piece is, is huge, and, uh, you know, I, I feel like in education, that's one thing that we don't do well is, is follow-up. You know, we, we present a new idea, we present new content, and then we're like, we expect teachers to just take off and run with it, and part of the time, they they have no clue what to do, and then, you know, again, they only absorb 15 to 20 percent of what you are showing to them live right there, and that's even if they're paying attention. Uh, so, so what do you do? So what I try to do is I'll schedule myself a calendar reminder in one week, just to send a, a quick email reminder of, Hey, these are the things we went over. Here's some resources that might help you with that. And, you know, I'm available at XYZ time after school. If you would like to zoom or anything to discuss these ideas or anything you, you struggle with. And maybe sometimes even I, depending on the principal of the school district I'm working with, I will send a Google form along with that. of, Hey, send us examples of how you're using this in the classroom, uh, how, how you've used some of the ideas that we've talked about. Uh, but we also in our district, we've built a training site uh, that, that I'll share with our guests later on today. Uh, that, you know, they can go in any topic that they've got, they can go and they can get information on how to do it. And I'm not going to lie, most of this I stole uh, from our uh, Google trainers resources. Uh, I thought they were out there and some people made some really good stuff. So I thought, why not share them with everybody? I like the idea of a Google form collecting evidence. Yeah, we're, we're really big in our district about evidence. So, uh, you know, when you go to a, when we go like to ISTE or we go to FTC, we have to come back and we have to provide evidence of what we what we learned. Uh, and, and we actually require our people to re-deliver that training. So if our district pays for you to go to something, you have to come back and provide your evidence. But you also have to re-deliver at least at the school level to, the, to uh, everybody what you learned. And sometimes, you know, if we think that it's worthy of it, we'll, we'll even do it at the district level. That's really cool. Yeah, let's go ahead and bring on today's guests to learn a little bit more about how we can maybe provide some follow-up or provide PD in a different way. 
So we got Miss Arlene Kimmelman coming to us today from Arizona by way of New Jersey. Uh, she is a former National Board Certified Teacher. Uh, she, she taught English and was a librarian. She's a Google Certified Trainer. And now she is the uh, Director uh, of Program uh, Management, I believe it is, at IROD. Uh, our owl rod so welcome to the show there arlene if i messed any of that up just clear it up for me if you don't mind okay well we'll mess up arlen and we'll mess up irad both really bad i we have a, a, a conversation even at irad is it irad iorad iorad i mean so don't even worry about that one okay iorad iorad Okay, I was like, okay, was I saying it wrong? Yeah, no, you're saying it right, Stephanie. <laughs> all right. So, we so, did a forum going around for us, too, even asking how we all say it differently. There you go. Well, I'm from the South, so obviously we've got a Southern twang on it there uh, <laughs> that nobody else would have. So, so Miss Arlen, uh, help us out here. Uh, what what is your advice uh, when because I know you two going out you've done trainings and things like that. What is your advice of the follow up piece for for our teachers after we do a training? Um, the follow up piece, um, IRAD kind of takes care of that because there's a built in help center, and so you can either use a single link or an embed feature with all of the tutorials that you've made. And so everything that you've done can be in one spot and they don't have to go floating around for it. So if you have a website, like Lance, you said they have a website that they already go to, you could just put this help center link right on that website that they already go to and it would automatically add every time you made a new tutorial so that it wouldn't be extra work for you as the trainer and it wouldn't be extra work for them to go follow up every time as the learner. Yeah, and I think too for students, IRAD can be a really good tool when you've got students, especially when we were um, virtual. We used IRAD a lot. Here is how you click to get to your assignment or this new activity. Or for parents, here's how you use this Google form that you've never even heard of. Um, and just IRAD became a huge help during that COVID time. Yeah, and it, it's hard to explain to people what IRAD, you're, you're talking about it, we know what we're talking about. Um, but basically, you can take any online program, and this superimposes your clicks on the programs, and you can add audio to it as well, and then it just talks people through. They can click along with it interactively to learn how to do the program. So whether it's Gmail or Canvas or PowerSchool, you can use it in an accounting program with your administration. Anything that's online can be turned into a tutorial. And then that tutorial can be part of that learning repository in the help center. And what I think is really cool to address something that um, Lance said about people absorbing and they only absorb 10 to 15% of what they learn. Because the tutorials can be taken in different modes, you can do a click through mode if you want, but they can also watch it as a video or they can see it as a slideshow. They can even take it as a quiz. And you were talking about evidence. So if you set up one of these tutorials as a quiz, at the end, they can take a screenshot of how well they did and how long it took them to do it. Time might not be an interest, but, you know, the quality of the clicks that they're doing to learn the program might be. So, so to me, what it, what it kind of mimics or mirrors is uh, used to I would build macros uh, in Excel 
that that would go out to websites and that would would kind of mine those websites and do clicks and things for me. Uh, so it looks like when you're setting it up, you just turn a recorder on pretty much and you go through those clicks and it records your screens and all those clicks for you. Is that, is that what I'm saying here? I, I, that's exactly what it is. It clicks while you're doing it. And what's really cool is unlike some of the other ways that people make tutorials, it doesn't record your voice while you're doing it. So you can talk, you know, I'm a screen talker. What am I doing? Oh, click. so you can talk, you can say anything. The bell can ring, a dog can bark and it won't record any of that. And then you just, you can automatically have a voice create the text that you put into the tutorial. And it automatically puts text in as well. So you can keep it just the way it is. So it literally can take 30 seconds to make one of these things. Usually we'd like to say under five minutes. So whereas, you know, screen, I don't want to bash anything. It's just different. Screencastify kind of tells a story. You, audio is really super important the way it is and it matches up. This just reads your text that you put. So you can change your text. If it captures something that says click here and you want it to say click there, you just change the word here to there and change the audio when it's done. So it, it's, it's really a time saver. It's so fast to do, um, which is what makes it so powerful. And you were, you were talking about like if I made one of these and I had it already set up, it would just auto import that. So is there, is there like an embed code or something that you just put on a website that auto imports all this for you or, or how does that work? Um, each one has its own URL and each one has an embed code. And you also, there are certain things that we already, if, if somebody's a Canvas school, for instance, we are already integrated with Canvas they can create the tutorial and it will integrate right through their desktop, right? Just go straight through into um, Canvas. It will show up right there. You can, um, on the paid accounts, a free, by the way, free is free forever. You have unlimited tutorials for unlimited users. The only thing that makes them free then is they are um, the audio in there. It won't be audio. It'll just be text to read. And, um, they won't be able to um, have it private if it's free. So you can't mask anything. So if you're doing private student data and showing people how to use PowerSchool or something like that, you can't mask any of that data. You'd have to make sure your screen was clean in the first place. But other than that, you could make a tutorial on anything without private data and it's just out there. So it's unlimited free tutorials it's just that they're public then. And oh. not to scare teachers off either. It's only $10 a month to, to have this program. So for $120 a year, you have it. And even if you didn't want to use it during the summer, you could pay for the 10 months, have all your tutorials done, not pay for the two summer months. Your tutorials all still exist. You just can't edit them then. Then when you come back and pay again, all those tutorials are editable again. And I like what you said about how you might not be available to read something. I mean, I remember there's times where I'm in a meeting, I cannot do a quick screencast, but this teacher needs help right now. And I'm like, oh no, what am I gonna use? And so IORAD is a great way to do that where like Screencastify, it does allow you to record and that kind of stuff. So you do have to be in a quiet room or not in a meeting multitasking, <laughs> but uh, just having that feature is nice. Mm -hmm. And it's also um, either live or asynchronous. So 
you're talking about schools going one-to-one, people being out of school, teachers wanting to do PD on their own time. I can either have an IRAD right in front of you and work it through with you as a presentation, or I can have that link or the help center or the embed or whatever you wanted to use and, and people can do it on their own time. You can set up the help centers. Um, the, the free one is just one big help center. But if you would pay for it, you've got, you can make views out of the help center. So you could have a view of the tutorials you just want teachers to see, or just admin, or just students, or you could do it by product. So you could do it by Canvas, or PowerSchool, or Google Drive, or, or whatever you want. Um, you could also do it if a teacher wanted to do it by class periods. They could have a help center for each class period. So however you wanted to set it up, you could share your help centers just with certain people. Yeah. All right. So, all right. I'm clicking around and still got more questions. So this is, uh, I'll, I'll be spending hours. I will lose hours because of this Arlen, but maybe it will save me hours in the long run. So, um, uh, my, my wife will, will not like this in the front end, but maybe love it on the back end. So, okay. um, if, if I'm looking through this correctly after, after with your tutorials, uh, can you set like hotspots and stuff on things to, to measure clicks and things like that for, for teachers as they're going through things. So they kind of, kind of practice it, or is it just kind of a video they watch in the end? Um, there are no hotspots in it, but what it does is, um, and the, I'll explain the reason we don't, it's an extension that you download to get this to, to work. And we don't require, most schools don't require even uh, students to sign in. So if they signed in, there is a, um, in the dashboard, there is a learner analytics, but because we don't require, I mean, to have hundreds of students sign in to use the extension, when the extension is, is free for them to use, it just doesn't, schools don't do it. It's a, for them, they think it's a privacy issue. Okay. So um, you, they, you can, only people who sign in then, so if you wanted it for professional development, and you had your teachers sign in, then you would get analytics on who clicked what, how long they did it, did they finish, that kind of thing. Um, if somebody wanted to do it with students, the students would have to sign in. Did you get all your answers for your questions, Lance? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, we're gonna go on to our next segment, which is our meme and quote. So Arlen, what meme or quote did you bring this week? My quote, oh, I have to open it. My quote was, whining is just anger forced through a small hole. <laughs> I use that with my students. You know, they're whining. I'm like, okay, what are you angry about really? <laughs> um, so my quote is, a good coach can change a game. A great coach can change a life. And I just think as a sports coach or as a instructional coach, um, if you're good, yeah, you can change just that game or that test score. But if you're a great coach, you can really change teachers' lives or other people's lives. Lance? All right. So first off, John Wooden, which is the person that I quoted today, he was a uh, basketball coach at UCLA. Uh, he is known as the Wizard of uh, Westwood. Uh, so he was one of the most renowned uh, basketball coaches ever. So John Wooden is a great coach, but uh, a quote that I've got from him is, it's the little details that are vital. Little things make big things happen. So uh, to me, something like this can teach you all those little things. Uh, just like yesterday, I was, I was working with, a, like I said, a school district, 
and we were talking about Google Calendar, and I taught them the shortcuts of the letter M will take you to the months view. Letter D will take you to the D view. A will take you to the agenda view, which they call something else now, but it's still A agenda to me. You know, X will take you to your special. Y will take you to year. And they're like, oh, my gosh, it saves so much time because now I don't have to go click that button and scroll down every time and click something else. I can just press a button on the keyboard, and I've got the information I want. So it's, it's the little things. It's the little things in life that, you know, makes us happy. Yeah, it is the little things. Um, so, Arlen, what's something that you've learned this week that you can share with others? Um, it takes patience to practice patience. Um, <laughs> You just really have to, to step back and realize instantaneous doesn't necessarily mean good. And, um, but the instantaneous part, I'm going to, I'm going to back up on that because that's kind of the opposite. I was saying these learning repositories that save time for the teachers and the trainers, that, that practice is there for them then. Yeah. But yeah, it does. It definitely takes practice to practice patience. It does, sadly, right? Um, so my show this week is a, is a Google Calendar resource. Um, we were working with some students on time management. And so students learn to create events. They've learned to schedule appointments. And then they learned how to break up writing into multiple different days of when they were going to get the assignment done. Um, so it was just a fun activity for students um, to kind of use a tech tool for time management and how they were going to manage their time. Lance? All right. So I actually added another one down here. Uh, so first one is the new drop downs in, in Google Docs. Uh, if you just press the, the at symbol now, which is the shift and two key, uh, hit the at symbol. You have so many options that are there now. Uh, one is the the drop down. Uh, the at symbol, uh, the the drop down. So, so I was working with some English teachers the other day, and they just wanted it so that the students would have a sentence and then have a drop down box so they can select an answer. They can do that. Also, by pressing the at key, my favorite part though is the email. So we send group emails from our office all the time. And used to it was either we pulled up a Google Doc. And we shared that Google Doc, and then we all were working on it together, or we huddled around a computer and worked on it. But now you can have the whole email kind of drafted inside of Google Docs. You click one button, and it sends it over to your Gmail then, and then you can send it out who you want to uh, from there. And also by hitting the at symbol, it gives you all those things that were just hard to find, in my opinion, at times. So like a page break or, you know, you want to set a checkbox or something like that. I would have to go up and find an insert, find those things or in a break somewhere. You know, now I hit the at symbol. There's a whole list of things that are there for me. So shift into which is your at will bring you up a whole menu, a whole litany of things that you can do. The second thing that I shared with us today uh, is the training website uh, that we built for our teachers here in Putnam County. I share this out usually at the end of my trainings. It, it just has a whole bunch of resources. I don't all, own all of them, so let me just say that. Uh, this was in the trainer domain. I went and, and you know, just kind of collated them all together, put them in one place, organized them so that we could share with someone. Some of it is a little dated now because Google keeps continuously changing, changing, but there's a lot of good information there for our listeners. So they want to go look at that. All right. Thank you for sharing Lance. And yeah, he definitely found an IORAD tutorial for uh, his drop down. So everything's already made too, probably. <laughs> 
All right. So Arlene, how can our listeners connect with you? Um, Arlen at IRAD.com. A-R-L-E-N at I-O-R-A-D.com. Um, or just IRAD.com. Uh, another way with the extension, if you download the extension, there's a chat area in there. And um, anybody can get the extension for free in Chrome or in Edge or in Firefox. And you would be able to have the chat function in there. And also if you're in any Google Pro product and you have the extension downloaded, even if you're not signed in, students, teachers, anybody, you can get all of those tutorials that were made by Google certified trainers for Google products. Very cool. All right, so thank you so much for listening to Get Inspired and Innovate today. If you want to check out our show notes with all of the helpful links that were mentioned from today's episode at getinspiredandinnovate.com. And we look forward to connecting with you next time.